you don't know is that that sweater is not just blue. It's not turquoise. It's not lapis. It's actually cerulean. And you're also blithely unaware of the fact that in 2002, Oscar de la Renta did a collection of cerulean gowns. And then I think it was Yves Saint Laurent, wasn't it, who showed cerulean military jackets? I think we need a jacket here. And then Cerulean quickly showed up in the collections of eight different designers. And then it uh, filtered down through the department stores and then trickled on down into some tragic casual corner where you no doubt fished it out of some clearance bin. However, that blue represents millions of dollars and countless jobs. And it's sort of comical how you think that you've made a choice that exempts you from the fashion industry when in fact you're wearing a sweater that was selected for you by the people in this room from a pile of stuff. The fashion industry exerts quite a bit of control over the masses, and often, we are not even aware of this. While we cannot all shop exclusively haute couture, many of us continue to indulge in looks inspired by the runway. This is where fast fashion enters the scene. According to the House of Common Environmental Audit Committee, clothing production is the third biggest manufacturing industry after the automotive and technology industries. And furthermore, the UN environment has found that the fashion industry is responsible for 8% of carbon emissions. Although major fashion corporations need to be held accountable for their harmful impact on the environment, it is also important for consumers to live conscientiously in the meantime. Through dismantling the culture of excess, which is ubiquitous on social media, the demand for fast fashion can be alleviated. Now let's hear from Abba Joshi, a first year here at the University of Iowa, about her experience and thoughts on fast fashion. What's your stance on fast fashion? Um, I mean, I understand why it exists and why people use it. It's because it's affordable, so like people who really need that cheap clothing can get it. Um, but if you have the money, I guess, to buy not that kind of clothing or not fast fashion, you should do that to not contribute to the fast fashion industry. But like I can see why people use it because especially like college students or like, people who can't afford like other kinds of clothing may need to use the fast fashion. Abba brought up several relevant points. However, many of her answers implied that consumption is inevitable. And while that is certainly true to an extent, individuals will definitely have to buy clothing every now and then, it is not true that people have to buy new clothes frequently or follow trends. She states that fast fashion is almost necessary for those who can't afford to buy expensive new clothes. She later states that if people can afford to, they should make ethical purchases. And these seem like good points, and often they are good points, but there's actually another way around this. People can buy less. The most ethical choice regarding clothing is not always going to be to buy from an ethical store. Most often, the most ethical choice is not to buy anything at all. The bandwagon fallacy of excess consumption encouraged by social media and large corporations that Kelsey brought up is not the only fallacy around. Another common fallacy regarding fast fashion is normally pushed by people who have given up hope on the world in general and use this hopelessness to rationalize their less conscientious decisions. If you have ever heard the phrase, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, you may find yourself raising your eyebrows at this harsh nihilistic take. While the cynicism may be justified, it is important to recognize the black and white fallacy at play. This phrase tells people that in this world, there are only two options, ethical consumption and unethical consumption. The grouping of all unethical consumption into the same category fails to take into account the different extents to which something can cause harm. Consumption comes in several different forms. For example, thrifting can serve as a sustainable alternative to fast fashion. Let's hear from Kelsey Greenwood, a freshman here at the University of Iowa, who has a passion for sustainability, yet remains a big fan of fashion. Why do you think most people have the urge to buy so many clothes? 
We become so obsessed with following the most current trend or wearing whatever your favorite celebrity is wearing that we tend to overspend, overbuy, and forget that so much of fashion is about finding your own fashion sense. We become so overwhelmed with choices in the modern fashion industry that we just can't choose one item. And with unethical brands such as Sheen selling clothing for so cheap, it's hard not to overspend. Kelsey offered some great points about how our culture influences our thinking and our actions. This is especially important when we recognize another common fallacy that is weaponized against consumer action, the fallacy of sunk costs. What many people don't know is that climate change is reversible to a degree. Improvements can still be made, the fashion industry can still grow, and people can make smarter decisions. All hope is not lost. By changing the culture of excess consumption, which manifests as haul videos on YouTube or TikTok and posts about abiding by fashion trends and other temporary looks, the demand for fast fashion can be reduced. While it may not be the responsibility of consumers to handle the mess of corporations, it is the responsibility of each individual to do what they can for this world.